Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is your boy Siege from Link Entertainment and the Link Podcast. I got my main man E Carter. Go on ahead, introduce yourself, brother. What's happening, everybody? This is your man E Carter, uh, host of First Class Podcast. Uh, you know it's me, man. I'm here, man, with my brother Siege, and uh, we got a good show cooking for y'all. Yeah, we definitely do. So we put our heads together a song we used to like to do in high school. Used to get those newspapers out, read the sports section, talk about stuff in government class. Uh, sorry, Mr. Brian, if you uh, <laughs> if you listen. But we uh, we used to do that, talk about sports all the time. So we wanted to bring out something special, something authentic in the sports world. Or just talk real barbershop kind of talk about sports, entertainment, and extra shit. So this is the first episode of C. S-E-E, Sports, Entertainment, and Extra, Extra Sheet. So first off, man, we want to kick it off and talk about the NFL MVP. And e, I want to start this off with you because, man, you just, man, we always talk about these things. So I just wanted to see who is your 2020, 2021 NFL MVP. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to have to go with A-Rod, man. Like, he... He's been damn near perfect all year. You know what I mean? So and it's kind of hard to sleep on that. And it's great that he's still doing it this far in his career. Like he threw for what? Uh, 42,000. You know, he had what? 48 touchdowns, five picks. I mean, number two was my homes and I mess with my homie. You know what I'm saying? That's what I call him. My homie. Uh, he right behind him, like he actually has more passing yards, but he has ten less touchdowns and one more pick. So it's like, if it if it, I can understand why it's not a unanimous winner this year. If that, you know, what I'm saying, can kind of put it in perspective. Like it's a close race, but I'd rather give it to A. Rod. What about you? I gotta agree wholeheartedly, and I don't even think it's close this year, man. Like he, like you said. He threw four, I think his official number is uh, 4,299 passing yards Yep. with 50 or 48 TDs and five picks. You got a couple people who have more yards, like Deshaun Watson was number one in yards. Yep. Uh, Pat Mahomes, he had more. But but I just think that that 10-gap touchdown difference between him and Pat Mahomes, I think it's 10 touchdowns uh, more. Is just in well, one bit, less and one less interception. It's a, it's a little bit more. It's a little bit more on the uh, on the touchdowns. Oh no, no, many? you're right. No, you're right. It is it's 10. 10. It's 38. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Pat threw 38, but he had six picks, I believe. So he had six picks, and then you got Aaron Rodgers with 10 more TDs and one less pick. I'm just like, I just can't. I can't give it to you, Pat. You was a dog. I ain't never seen nobody play like you. You know, you do you do some no looks just. Backyard Pablo Sanchez football, but, <laughs> Not Pablo but Sanchez, Pablo, he Pablo Sanchez. <laughs> but, uh, hey, a but, lot of uh, these people like they don't know nothing about Pablo Sanchez. They don't. We have to bring up sports games in another episode. That's I'm gonna write that down. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, man. In terms of uh, in terms of the NFL MVP, I think it's Aaron Rodgers, and I don't even think it's a it's a close second, man. I can't lie to you. I don't know. I feel you, but. Like I said, Mahomes, like you said, Mahomes had a great year, man. Like, but at the end of the day, you said touchdowns matter. Touchdowns always matter. If you're not putting it in the end zone, then, you know, and 10 more touchdowns with one less pick, 
that's, that's tough. That's the thing that that amazed me. Like, like I said, it's people who have more, more yards. You know what I mean? More completions, that kind of thing. But just to do it so efficiently with the forty-eight and five, I was just like, man. Like, how do you, how do you compare when you have comparable yards? You know what I mean? Yeah. But you have ten more of what matters, and that's them points. And then you might get the then you might get the first round or did they get I think Green Bay got the first round by and uh, yeah they got the uh, yeah they, they got both, the first round by in the yeah. playoffs so I mean how can you, you 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 took your team to where they needed to go especially after the year he had last year in terms of record so I gotta do uh, I gotta say a Rob man yeah I, say I agree that's cool and and you know everybody's perfect Super Bowl is a Chiefs and Packers Super Bowl you think so. That's uh, a lot of people want to see that, man. That's the one that they all want to see. My perfect one is Browns and whoever we about to beat. That's why, yeah, uh, yeah you already know. <laughs> you already yeah. know, man. Like That's why it's going to be a Baltimore and whoever's on the other side. Oh, yeah, yeah. So everybody, if y'all didn't know, his team is the uh, Baltimore Ravens and the NFL mine is the Cleveland Browns. Uh, so that's why we uh talking about that. If you – if if I put this clip up and you see the clip, you'll see me with a uh, pull up Browns pullover on. You won't you won't be able to uh, mistake who I'm rooting for in the NFL. Hey, listen, I'm fresh off work. <laughs> About the next show for sure. <laughs> next show for sure. Uh, I'm definitely gonna be supporting my team because you know we going we about to get this dub. Yeah, yeah, y'all about to dub step when y'all play us out the playoffs. But <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But anyway, let's move on. Speaking of playoffs, man, like uh, it's a very, very interesting playoff year for the NFL. And and a lot of times, man, like the NFL playoffs to me is like one of the it is the greatest uh, form of tournament. You know what I'm saying? There is. I mean, to me, even even more so than um, March Madness, only because uh, and this is my opinion, even uh, even more than March Madness, because it's it's names, you know. You can follow them for years, you know what I mean? It's professionals. And then, you know, like like Peyton Manning. Like Peyton Manning is a household name. Like Peyton Manning's name still rings in people's ears, specifically for what he did for the Indianapolis Colts alone. You know what I mean? And that's because of what he did as a professional mainly. Um, so I just think the NFL playoffs is just amazing. So I'm excited, super duper excited, especially because my Browns got in for the first time. In 18 years, I was a freshman in high school last time, last time I made it to the playoffs. So I'm hyped. So uh, I don't know what you feel about the NFL playoffs. I think it's the greatest tournament there is, but, well, you know. Playoffs? Playoffs? Playoffs. Playoffs. Nah. Uh, <laughs> um, I love it, man. Like, one, as being someone who's played the game, high school and also semi-pro. I, I definitely have and always had a, a great passion for the game, for the sport. So don't get me wrong. I love the thriller competition in its entirety. You know what I'm saying? So, but NFL playoffs is it's winner go home. It's you don't get another game and um, <clears throat> any competition that's like that. I'm really fond of uh, like the NBA playoffs. That's cool, but you get seven chances to be the team. So it's like, who can be the more dominant the most often? And the NFL playoffs is who's the most dominant that game. And you play off for it, you it's all on the line because after that you gotta start over from week one the next season. 
Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it's almost the same kind of uh, like you hear baseball fans, and I'm a baseball fan, but you hear uh, a lot of baseball fans say they like uh, the, the uh, MLB playoffs because it's you get in and you got a chance. Like you, you, any any game, you know, somebody can hit that walk-off home run or, you know, get the 10Ks to get somebody out so that you can win. And the NFL playoffs is that, but it's condensed to one game and you go home. It's not seven. You know what I mean? You, you don't get the extra dice rolls. You got that one dice roll. You got that one. You got that one dice roll, and if you don't get it, it's over with. Same thing with March Madness, but it's more, uh, you know, with all of the teams, all of the teams in March Madness, it's kind of hard to follow the whole thing. But I can, I'm, I'm locked into the NFL playoffs, the whole thing. So, but that's it. it. That's Try it. Trying to um, keep up. Trying to keep up with March Madness is madness and stuff. Right. I try right. every year, man. I get the apps on my phone. I know who's playing, who won. I usually do a bracket. I might not do a bracket this year because last year was such a waste. <laughs> <laughs> we got shunned out, you know what I'm saying? Ohio State. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. NFL playoffs is nothing greater. Speaking yeah. of playoffs, the job, the Browns are in the playoff, of course. Right. I'm going to congratulate you on that. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you was a freshman the last time. Freshman. Um, what what do you think your team is going to do in the playoffs? And also, what do you think you guys need to do to win this game? See, I was actually going to pose the same question to you, but I'm going to answer this because, man, this is a unique game for us. It's like we have we, we missing a head coach now. The head coach is not will not be there. Uh, Kevin Stefanski won't be there uh, due to COVID. So Mike Prefer will be the uh, interim coach just for the game. Uh, you know, it, well, until Kevin Stefanski come back, uh, it comes back. Uh, in the event that we win, you know, Prefer might have to do it the next game. But uh, right. so that's that's a little that's a little uh, a little hiccup there. You don't have your head coach who took you to the dance, you know, there to help you with this game. And it's going to be a tough one, I say, just because Big Ben, he's been there. He's done that. You know, he's got two Super Bowl championships on his resume. He got a nice offense. They can't run the ball. So what I say it, for us, what we need to do is, is we need to make them throw. We need to keep them throwing. <clears throat> keep them throwing. I mean, not, not keep them throwing, but I mean defend the run. I mean defend the pass. My bad. We need to defend the pass is what I'm saying. Make them run is what I mean to say. You need oh. to make them run the ball. So the more I see James Conner, I'm happy. You know, you know what I mean? I said James that back. Conner is still playing. I said that first. I said that backwards. Yeah, James Conner played last game. I don't know if he was hurt, uh, if he got hurt or anything. I don't think he is. I, I, I think he's still playing. But um, I think he got his spot taken. He got his – I think he might have got a spot taken, but he's still playing. He definitely got carries last game. Okay. Well, they, they, they also they did – they did um, they did uh, bench some of their starters too, so I'm not sure if the running back is the – was a casualty of that. I don't think so though. I know big <laughs> I know I know Big Ben didn't play and uh TJ Watt didn't play uh like Bud Dupree, them type of players. I know they didn't play, but hey man, listen, they they'll be playing this game and whether they can play or not, they haven't been able to run the ball all year. So what we need to do is is force them to run that ball and uh hey listen force them to run that but we gotta sc- score early though if we're gonna do that. So we gotta put yeah. some points up early. And then when they get the ball, make them run the clock out on themselves. That's what I say. And then, and then obviously, 
you know, we can't, the moment can't be too big. Baker got to put them big boy pants on. He can't, he, he, he got to put them big boy pants on because th- what they're going to do is, is they're going to try to make us throw. We need right. to make them run and they're going to try to make us throw. So I think, uh, yeah, I think y'all win that game if Baker does not throw the ball 50 times. Yeah, we, we can't throw the ball 50 times. That's not a recipe for success for us, period. In any game that we've played, throwing the ball, the more he throws the ball to me, the, wor- the worse off we are just from the, just for the simple fact we're taking our, taking our strength away. The strength of our team is Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. If we take that strength away, I mean, you might as well just play with one hand tied behind your back. Baker Mayfield fumbled three times in the Jets game. Three. So let's just keep let's just keep the game managed. And I'm not saying he's a game manager. You know, it's a bad context when you say game manager and you talk about NFL quarterbacks. But to me, it's not a bad thing. Manage the game. Let's get out of here with this W and show them that we are who we trying to be. Yeah. <laughs> they are who we thought they were. Yeah. But my bad for mixing that up in the, my bad for mixing that up in the beginning. But yeah, what I was trying to say is is that they are going to try to make us throw. We need to try to make them run. Cuz they suck yeah. at it. Yeah, facts. They do. Yeah, so I'm going to pose the same question to you. Y'all got Tennessee on an early game on the 105 on uh Sunday. And y'all uh y'all lost to them twice. Y'all lost once in the playoffs last year, which which was which was crazy. Uh, we don't want we need to revisit that, but <laughs> and, then, and then this year, y'all lost home in the regular season. Uh, what what do you think y'all need to do? And do y'all think do you think Lamar Jackson is up to the task? Uh, one, let's go Ravens. Happy birthday, Lamar Jackson. Uh, he uh, he just turned twenty four this week, so he's going in that off a of birthday. Um, <clears throat> one, I think yes, he is capable. Uh, I think he's very capable of, of you know, going in there and producing uh, a playoff win. Uh, I think, pre- like you said, uh, we lost to him last year, one and done last year after a 14-2 and two season. Um, but we just kind of get – with them, they kind of beat us at our own game, which is controlling the clock, running the ball, play action, go up top, catch him lacking, catch him eyes in the backfield, go up top. Uh, and we just kind of get – they kind of just beat us to the punch when it comes to that. So, <clears throat> because you you can't help but to be focused on Derrick Henry. You can't help that. Uh, there's nothing you can do about it. You got to focus on it. And a way that we can win this game on defense is the fact that everybody has to play their cues. Corners, you can't jump that run. Right, if it's instinct, then, yeah, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta play ball at the end of the day. But – at the same time, read your keys. Your first step needs to be backwards. You know what I'm saying? If you're in zone, eyes on the quarterback. If it looks like he's uh, – you know what I'm saying? If it looks like he's about to um, hand the ball off, don't trust that. You know what I'm saying? Keep staying your backpedal. Like, everybody has to do their job well. If everybody on defense does what they do the best that they can do it, we come off with a two-score win. Do you have any key to the game? for y'all to overcome the Tennessee Titans, any specific key? On defense, everybody needs to do their part. Um, Same thing on offense. We need to still control the clock uh, and just let Lamar do his thing. I think he got caught up earlier in the season trying to be 
what everybody else wanted him to be. Like, oh, Lamar can't be a, a pocket passer. So he's trying to stay in the pocket and he wasn't taking off as much. He wasn't picking up a lot of um, big, big first downs. And, you know, he was kind of hesitant on that, trying to fit balls in, in the tight windows or seeing people late. And then he just wasn't in the rhythm. And I think he's, well, I think all quarterbacks get into a rhythm, but I think you have to match his pace. If you get his pace going and get that, that mojo going, then he's cool. Now, these last five games, he hasn't been as hesitant to run. When he wants to throw it, he throws it, and he's been putting it on a rope. <laughs> I don't know if anybody – I don't know if you caught that pass. He threw to Antonio Brown in the back of the end zone. Valid. Marquise. Yeah, what I say? Antonio. I was like – Oh, man. I was like, we're going to get to him. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. No, nah, I was playing. But, yeah, Hollywood Brown, my fault. Um. Hollywood Brown in the back of the end zone, like valid. It, it was against the Bengals, but still, he rolled out to the right. Marquise Brown was in the back of the end zone, came from the other side of the field, and just put it on a dime. Like he put it right on him. As long as he's playing that type of football and he's moving in chains and decisive, we come out with the win. Two oh, yeah. score. I think the crazy thing about uh, Lamar Jackson is people always say, especially like when I hear the pundits from, you know, the big networks or whatever, they say, well, he hasn't won a big game yet. And I'm like, well, it's year three. Like, can he have a chance to get into the playoffs for a few years? It's not like Andy Dalton who went on, who had five, 10 and six seasons and was going to the playoffs and getting bounced every year. You know what I mean? So it's not the same it's not the same kind of feel with Lamar Jackson. It's like he just, just he won an MVP, but it's still his second year. So right. you can't, you can't say, uh, you can't say a quarterback in his third year, like, oh, well, he has to win a big game. Well, he's only been to one big game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, two. He played in the playoffs his first. Did he? Y'all went to the playoffs his first year, didn't you? Didn't y'all? Yep. Yeah. He, uh, went to the playoffs. He he brought the team back, and now that first year we uh, lost to the Chargers. We played the Chargers yeah. back to back. Yep, y'all got y'all and y'all got uh, beat them. So two two times you've been to the you've been to the playoffs, well three times because you're in the playoffs now. So all right. three of your years you went to the playoffs, but you still are learning the game. Like I can see if you know if we we were talking about Andy Dalton again, like I said, or. Philip Rivers, if he was getting bounced every year, it's like, come on, dude, you mid-30s, it's time for you to win something, you know, but not for Lamar. A lot of people forget Peyton Manning didn't get his first playoff win until he was, what, six, seven years in the league? Yeah, I don't remember exactly, but I know he wasn't, he wasn't, um, it, his numbers were dominant, but he, he didn't have, he didn't even have all of the horses, but still it, yes, our argument for another day, but yeah, it's, it's, it's great quarterbacks out there that even have been to the dance and haven't won anything. Dan Marino, for instance, he went to one right. Super Bowl. I mean, he lost. And and he's in the conversation of greats. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So, so, so they got to leave that alone for now. I mean, I can see if three more years down the road, he's still getting one and done. Then, then oh, no, like, we're going right. to the bubble. It's like, can he get it done? But, but yeah, Lamar but, Jackson gets over the hump this year. Yeah, we definitely gonna see. We definitely gonna have to mark that down and see if he can, if he can do it. I think he can, though. I just think, um, I think it's time for Tannehill to pay y'all back, man, because y'all got that man paid. So, 
I think it's time. Uh, it's time for us to pay him back. That's what it is. It's time for him to pay y'all, but he about to get y'all some of that cheese. Like, all right, bro, I'm about to throw three picks today, y'all. Go ahead, go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, but speaking of playoffs, man, you said you you feel like your Browns is gonna win. Um, what are some of your other picks? Oh man, I feel like Buffalo. I think Buffalo. Obviously, I think they'll beat Indy. I think I don't think Indy is gonna be a slouch though. Indy's defense is for real. They are for real. So I think the Bills, um, the Bills is too though. The Bills Bills are for real, but man, Indy. I I just think that's a team like people see. And they go, oh, okay, it's Indianapolis. Like, they solid. You know what I'm saying? And they are solid. But for a lot of the year, when we played them, when we played them, they were the number one defense at that time. I mean, obviously, you know, it, sh- it shifts around or whatever, but uh, throughout the year until the end, obviously. But they were the number one defense at the time we, when we played them. So I thought that was amazing. And then, you know, I, um, you know, I was looking down their roster, and I knew they had Justin Houston. But that man had a quietly – a quiet, a nice little quiet season over there yeah. <laughs> with Indy. So, uh, uh, yeah, so Indy, I, mean, I don't think that Buffalo should go in there thinking like, oh, we're, we're better than them. You know, they just need to go out and play ball. Um, they go out and play ball before they get uh, upset. <laughs> right. so I think, so, But I think Buffalo beat them. The tough one I have to – the two tough, two tough ones, excuse me, are the um, – the Washington and Tampa. I Tampa is obviously under 500, seven and nine record, but that defensive front is crazy. And I have a hard time. I have a hard time picking against Tom Brady in that one. But for some reason, I got a feeling um, that that defensive line is going to give him hell. So I think uh, I, I, and I will pick the, I'm going to pick the upset on that one. Um, that's the one. I don't know what the score will be. Probably lower, lower than what we expect. Maybe a seventeen to twenty type of game. You know, uh, yeah. in 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 Washington's favor. But I just think if Chase Young has jacked up as he was, are we? Who do? You, what do you? What do you want? We want time. If he stay jacked up like that, he they and they have a field day on that offensive line. Whew, time. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough, and, and we seen we see that historically too. Like if you could put pressure on Tom Brady, like he'll give you a couple. Um, it's just not often where he where they was getting to him. <laughs> but most of most of the pressure to get to Tom Brady, you got to come up the middle. You got to you got to get him off his spot. If you don't put Tom off his spot, he'll pick you apart. Yeah, yeah, you got to get him off his spot. But I think Chase Young is talented enough to get there and get him off his spot. For one, and not only him, I think five. I think five of their front seven are all first round picks um, yeah. for Washington. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's just legit. I just, I just don't see if they get to him, that'll be the upset right there. And then, and then here's the other caveat too. They actually play in Washington. So the football team, if they can, if they can, you know, I mean, I know fans are not in the stadiums like that. I mean, they, they may have a few in DC, but man, listen here, Tom Brady, you got to be Tom Brady in this game because if you if you anything less than Tom Brady or TB12, whatever you want to call yourself in this game, you're going home with some knots on you, boy. <laughs> what so about um, pick that upset pick right there? No fault. Uh, what about the uh, Seahawks and the Rams? And Jared Goff is not well. He's questionable. He's questionable. 
If Jared Goff is not playing in that game, they are done. And I'm not saying that Jared Goff is any, like, world beater or nothing like that. Uh, but they will be do- completely done <laughs> if he does not play. If he does play, I think they have a chance only because Seattle also is one of those teams who cannot run the ball. <laughs> uh, but I got to pick Russ, man. Russ is one of the most amazing quarterbacks I've ever seen. And he can do it all. He can do it all. So I just feel like I'm not going to bet against him. I know people will say, but you bet against Tom Brady. It's not the same Tom Brady, he don't have Matt Light. He don't have those type of players where you're looking at the offensive line and saying, well, you're not going over there. Or he doesn't have the 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 all of the same caliber of players on defense. Though Tampa's defense is okay, um, they're just not what we thought they would be. Not what I thought they would be, I'll put it that way. Yeah, they, but, was, they had the number one D in the beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah. But they're not, they're not the D that we thought they would be. Seattle is also not the defense that we thought they would be, but I just think Russell Wilson is still in that in that category where he's still in that Aaron Rodgers air. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if he comes yeah. out and you get him down by 10 or 14, he can still bring you back and win the game. So I'm going to have to pick Seattle on that one. Uh, what you think about that one? Um, <clears throat> Before I knew Jared Goff might not be playing, I was taking the Rams, even though I love Russell Wilson. I think, you know, the Rams the Rams defense is why I was picking them to begin with. But if Jared Goff is not playing in a playoff game, I'm, I'm not taking them. <clears throat> I'll, go with C- I'll go with Seattle if that's the case. Um, but because it's like I don't even know who – who is who is his backup? Oh, that's a good nah. Don't even question. look it up. You see that what I'm saying? Good question. I <laughs> like, have who no is idea. Who is no like? Well, what I'm actually looking at too is just the stats and the Seahawks. Actually, actually, uh, when I talk, talked about the number one defense, excuse me, before the Rams actually have the number one defense now. <laughs> so Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's a little, that's a little bit of a wrench, but the Russian is right around what I thought it was. Uh, uh, Seattle is 12th. So not quite bottom of the league, but right in the middle, a little bit better than average, I guess. But psh, that, that first rate defense for the Rams, is looking kind of, but they got Aaron Donald though. He's the best defensive player in the game. So. Oh yeah, easy. But it's still but, uh, Russ. It's still Russ, though, man. Danger, yeah, I, Russ Wilson. <laughs> I like, like I said, I'm I'm kind of indifferent about it because I don't know if he's playing or not. So, if I got to pick right now, I'm gonna just I'm gonna go Rams. Still, <laughs> it's that like I said, that defense is it's they they definitely got a dangerous defense. They got they got lockdown corners. They got uh, beefy linemen that can stop the run and they can get on the edge. They got Sideline to sideline, um, sideline to sideline, linebackers, like, they're pretty much solid all the way around on defense. I really don't see too many holes in their defense. They, so They played right around Christmas, uh, too, and it was a I'm lower a, I, scoring Yeah, I'm definitely game, going man. with the Rams at this point. They played, a, they played a couple of days after Christmas, too, and um, it was a lower-scoring game. I don't remember what the actual score was, but I know that the Seahawks won. Uh, I know that the Seahawks won, and um, 
Uh, you know what? I don't know the score. I know. I think the Rams only scored like nine points or something like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, they scored like nine points or something like that. But uh, so the Seahawks did it then. And the, the other thing, the main thing for me, though, it was just like last year. I still got that last year's that last year's Super Bowl still in my mind where Brady or not last year, the year before last where Brady um, beat them. Yeah. And they came in hot, too. Yeah, they beat them, and that, that was like the lowest scoring Super Bowl period, especially anything that I have, had ever watched. And I was I was actually kind of surprised. And Brady didn't have the weapons that you know he, he you know that people always say, you know, great quarterbacks need people around them or whatever. And that's true. You know what I'm saying? They they have some, like Aaron Rodgers has Devontae Adams. You got, I mean, look at look at Kansas City. I mean, that dude he got. Maseratis and Ferraris everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> but, uh, F-350s, Rams, everything. Yeah, but basically what I'm getting at is Tom Brady beat them and he didn't have those F-50s and all that. So that's – I'm still kind of there. Like, they just don't – they don't have anything besides the defense. They would have to come out and play like y'all did in 2000. The Ravens did in 2000. Or 2000 and – that was 2000. It was 2000, 2000. Yeah, about yeah. We played uh, the Giants in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they had to, they had to come out and play like that, or like the uh, Bucks Ooh. did in two thousand two. So, so it's an omen. So it was two thousand two thousand and one. The last time, well, that first time that Ravens got the Super Bowl, it was two thousand twelve. That one time, you know what I'm saying? It's two thousand twenty one. It might be in the cards, baby. Right. Whatever, man. <laughs> nah, I'm launching. But um, as far as uh the Brady, and, <laughs> the Brady and Washington go, uh, I'm sorry, man. You know I can't stand Tom Brady, but he kill me every time I go against Tom Brady. I'm not going against Tom. Uh, Washington had a good ride, man. Like to be honest, like at heart, I'm hoping Washington win. But if I had to put money down, I'm not betting against Brady. He takes my money every time. <laughs> Can't so do maybe it. this year you go with him, and then I get some cheese. You feel me? Hey, if I ain't got dough, my friends got dough. <laughs> and if they friends ain't got dough, they friends got dough. Hey, look, as long if you can, if that's the omen that somebody got to root for Brady for somebody else to win some money, then that following year, if he come back, then we just switch roles. Bad, bad, bad. <laughs> but not like you said, man. Uh, the Washington football team, they have uh. The impeccable defensive line, man. Uh, Chase Young, rookie, getting after it. He, that young man got a bright future. Um, as long as they keep that defense together and keep them same young guys around each other for a couple more years, uh, you know, they can definitely be uh, a force, you know. And just with the history of Washington, of course, it was uh, – they went under a different name back then, but they've been known to have some pretty good defenses back in history. So – uh, they got a chance and they got the team in the front, the front seven, to be able to do that. Um, Tom Brady, like you said, he he's on the other half of football right now, but he's still Tom Brady. He's still making plays. I think it's a different, envi- it's a different environment for him. He didn't have all season to get accustomed to it, but he's not used to entering the playoffs this way. You know what I mean? So that would be interesting to see with his age not being able to rest for real. Is Zach going to take a toll on his performance? So I don't know, man. I think it's going to be an interesting game. Can't wait to watch it. 
That's actually uh, that's actually an interesting point. Like you know that Tom Brady in, in terms of not getting that, not getting that rest or that buy. I mean, it's been a few years. It's been a few years since he has had to buy, but yeah. you know, well, the last time he was they won the AFC East or whatever. He got he got him a little buy. He, he, well, yo, it was always getting buys. Let's put it that way. Right. It, to getting his ways to the championship. I mean, I know it's been a few years where he hasn't gotten a buy, but it's been few and far in between. Um, but anyway, to go to go back real quick, just to tell you, I was right about the Rams uh, score. It was twenty to nine. Seahawks beat them twenty to nine, December twenty seventh. So I was right about the date too. But um, defense. When I was talking about when we played um, Indy, and they were number one. Number one, I just told you was um, the Rams. Number two is the football team. Yeah, they right there with them. I was just looking yeah, so at that right, same uh, that same right stat. So that's that. So that's that's that. I just think that they would have to come real, real hard. You know what I mean? At, at Tom Brady, because I mean the, the the Buccaneers are top ten in offense, they're top ten in defense, and they're number two in passing. So right, I mean, so I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's still Tom Brady. It's still Tom uh, Brady. It's still Tom Brady. He got a lot more weapons too, but he had weapons in two thousand seven when the Giants put it on him. So, hey, that was just classic Eli. Uh, yeah, uh, then the Bills and the Colts. Uh, I'm going Bills. I felt like the Colts got a nice ride. It was, you know, good to get there. Personally, I don't believe in Phillip Rivers. Uh, I think the Bills defense wins that game, and Josh Allen is not a slouch either. I think, uh, I think they're going. Then they're gonna get the dub. I'm hoping for a good game. I don't. I really am out of these whole playoffs. I do not want to see a blowout. Besides the Titans. I think that this uh <laughs> I think that this Bills Colts is gonna be a lot like the last time, um, or not like the last time they played, but like when, when we played them, it was like we got jumped out in front and then they kind of brought it back to us or whatever. I think it might be something like that. If mm-hmm. Indianapolis gets ahead first, the Bills will catch back up to them and then leave them in the dust. Right. But if Indianapolis let uh, Josh Allen get a hold of them in the beginning. They're gonna blow their doors off, I think, which is what I kind of predict is gonna is gonna happen. Josh Allen is just looking too good this year. He on a whole another level, and I think that level is too much for Philip. And like you said, I don't believe in Philip Rivers either. Now, can he throw the ball? Yes. On statistics, is he a Hall of Famer? Yes. But I mean, it's Philip. Mm. It's Philip Rivers. Like it's like Matt Stafford to me, like an older Matt Stafford. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like he, Philip Rivers is, ha- is not known for these games. So, yeah, I'm going Bills on that one, and um, I'm just ready. I'm just ready to playoff football, man. I'm excited. I feel it in the air. Can't wait for the weekend. Everybody, like, oh man, what you about to do? Like, <laughs> I'm about to watch football. Like, are you tripping? <laughs> I'm about to watch football all weekend. Maybe get some chicken. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and leave me alone. I'm in my sanctuary. You know what I'm saying? If the wife want to come see my face, catch me watching the game. Like, either come with me or <laughs> sit next to me or something. That's where I'm at. But yeah, I'm, um, I'm watching all the games too. I just think, man, when the, this Browns game, it was prime time Sunday. I'm gonna be at home, man. I'm gonna have some wings too. I'm a party. I'm trying to throw a party because it might be another 18. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm partying like we about to win. So every game we every game we in it, 
I'm doing something. Right, right, definitely. I feel it. But yeah, man, that um, was uh that was some uh great analysis, man. Like in terms of um in terms of the whole playoff picture. Did we did we leave anybody out? Yeah, we did. We did. We didn't uh we didn't talk about Breeze against Chicago. Oh man, how did we miss that one? Didn't talk about I think it's because I think the New Orleans Saints is just gonna dog walk the Bears. <laughs> I, I, mean, I think they're gonna dog walk the Bears. I don't even think this one is gonna be close, man. Oh, well, I, we can put a stamp in that one. Yeah, yeah. Me, I don't believe in Trubisky. I don't believe in that offense. I don't believe in a coach. I don't believe in Trubisky. I just, I mean, unless you're telling me sweetness is walking back in that door in his prime, I, I'm not with it. Or McMahon. Yeah, I'm, I'm not with it. <laughs> so, Come yeah, we can, we, can head, we can definitely put a stamp in that one. Um, but who knows, man, any given Sunday, like they say, or Saturday, since right. they play on – or they, I think they play on Saturday. No, they play Sunday too, Sunday at 440. Any, but the other teams play on Saturday. So, any given Saturday, Sunday, Thursday, Monday, whenever y'all playing football, it can happen on any day, so I'm gonna stay tuned because we guaranteed at least one of these upsets us against right. Pittsburgh. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so. definitely. Uh, I got a question for you, man. While we still on football, yes, uh, what you think about Deshaun Watson being discouraged with his organization and why he's not more uh, doesn't have more, more of a role in the hiring process? I think in terms of uh, his lack of faith in the organization is warranted just starting off from what they did with Bill O'Brien for one. And then Bill O'Brien's trade. That was the dumbest, the dumbest. I mean, I remember seeing them trade, uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins for popcorn. And I'm like, they just gave DeAndre Hopkins away for a whole bunch of money. They took a, you know what I'm saying? They had to pay a whole bunch of money to him to take, to, for them to get DeAndre Hopkins and a couple bottle caps and some pocket lint. Like, are y'all crazy? Right. So like I, I wouldn't have no faith. I didn't have no faith in them then. I mean, I know he probably was like, what is going on here? Because that David Johnson contract is horrible. horrible. So, I, and, so I don't understand why you would pay another team to take a Hall of Fame talent. Like, that, don't, that doesn't make sense to me. And then the other stuff you got, like, what are you going? What are you going to get for? What What are you going to get with a fifth round draft pick in terms of the the talent or the production of D Hop? Well, they might get a real good one this year because they bottom of the barrel on the draft status. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's still fifth round talent. Still it's still a fifth rounder for uh, easy Hall of Famer. Like, yeah, like why would you? Really, and and, and the, I think the main part about it is is not even because. It's Hall of Famers that got drafted in later rounds. We know Tom Brady was a sixth rounder, and, and uh, Shannon Sharp was a seventh. Or, you know what I'm saying? It's you like got one in a million, man. Yeah, it's like one in a million. And not only that, you took the man's best weapon away. Like we like we just talked about that. You gotta give the quarterback, if it's your quarterback, you gotta give him some weapons. It's it's only a few quarterbacks that can still play decently with minimal weapons. We've seen Tom Brady do it a few times. I mean, but but he's had weapons throughout his career still. I mean, what is Grunt? Right. You know what I mean? Sure. And he still got Grunt. Wes Walker wasn't trash. Randy Moss. Randy Moss is a GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? He had talent throughout his career. 
The same thing with Peyton Manning. Even Peyton Manning had a Reggie Wayne and a Marvin Harrison. Right. You know what I mean? So you can't – why would you Clark. take the – Dallas Clark, right. Why would you take the man's best weapon away from him to get – to you, you paid the Cardinals to take this man, and then they gave you pocket link and some bottle caps. So I wouldn't trust Right him. after, and then immediately after that trade, the Cardinals barely missed the playoffs. Barely missed the playoffs. So they got – so now Kyler Murray has a great weapon, and Deshaun Watson got to look at him like – He's throwing it to the JV squad. Right, like, come on, bro. And then... Fuller, I think what happened is, bro, they put they put too much... Uh, they had too much hopes for Fuller. They're like, we can get rid of Hopkins, and Fuller going to be the guy, bitch. They had, too much, they had too much faith in Bill O'Brien, because even after, after that happened, then he ended up getting fired, and the GM got fired. And where the situation came from, where uh, Deshaun Watson, from a report I read off of ESPN... Um, Got to get on their credit or whatever for the article. But um, it stated that Deshaun Watson was making suggestions like interview him or go talk to him. And they didn't even consider. They just hired whoever they wanted to hire, which to me is along the same line of that same behavior. Like you didn't even ask your quarterback, your quarterback, did he want his star piece traded away? Like, Right. I think personally, man, I think it's just a slap in the face. And I and I feel like Deshaun Watson, that's how he feels. Like, man, come on, bro. I I, you know, blood, sweat, and tears for this organization. And one, you're not even considering, you know what I'm saying, my input. And then two, you're giving my best weapons away, you're not bringing in no help. And like I said, I think they put too much faith in Fuller. And we've seen time and time again in the NFL when you have a number one and a number two. But that number two starts making plays, and then it's like, all right, we can get rid of this this high price guy, and he'll be the new number one, and we can pay him a little bit less than we was paying him. But he could do the same job, and then that that person in that new spot is trash. Like Juju Smith Schuster, when he became the number one, he was trash. Like, he still got his touches, but he, he still got over hundred catches and over a thousand. I mean, yeah, but his production is a lot less, but then you turn around this year, it was still a lot, a lot less this year, but you got the young boy, uh, Chase Claypool that can stretch the field. Once you take that number one's job is one to take attention away from everybody else to get everybody else to ball. Two, no matter if you tight covered, double covered, whatever coverage, when we need you, you have to make that play. Cause you're the number one, you're the guy, you know what I'm saying? You have to make the impossible catch. You got to make the one hand over the shoulder. And Fuller is not that guy. It was a slap in the face of Deshaun Watson. Personally, I need to, I think he needs to get out of the Texans uh, organization. Uh, start over fresh with a new team. I don't know. I have no idea who that team would be. But that will be something interesting to kind of kind of follow, man, uh, as we coming across this um, offseason after of course after the Super Bowl and everything. But I think that'll be an interesting story to kind of pay attention to the, uh to see what happens with Deshaun Watson and the Texans organization. Yeah, and that's a uh that's a good point about the receivers too and the, and the faith in Will Fuller. I think that's probably part of it. Uh like you said the same thing with um Juju. Like I'm looking down a list of receivers in, in yards and he does not have a thousand. At least he's not documented to have of having a thousand 
which is beyond me for a number one receiver. You should at least be in the nines. And I don't even see him in the mid nines. So, <laughs> so it's like, uh, I mean, but Antonio Brown, he had that. I would have got rid of him too, just for the locker room distractions. You see where the Steelers still are, but just speaking in terms of production, when, when, when the receiver is not take, taking the coverage and the coverage is now rolled to you, you know, when that number one is not there and the coverage is rolled to you, when you can't match the production or even get closer to production, then that's uh, crazy. But one more point I wanted to make about um, about D-Hop is, uh, and I call him D-Hop, I don't know if that's what he like to be called or what he like to be called, but I'm just, that's what I call him. So D-Hop, um, he went a whole season without dropping a single pass. Who does that? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> like, throwing his way, hit his hands, catch. So anybody that can go a whole year without dropping a pass, it, that's just remarkable, bro. I don't know why you would even want to get rid of that man if your quarterback was 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 uh, Charlie Fry. We're going to keep... We gonna keep, we, we, we gotta keep him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, why would we want to get rid of that man? Uh, that doesn't make no sense to me. But whatever, they did it. He lost faith in them for that reason, probably in the beginning. But now, it's just, it's, it's just, it's, they just killed it. Well, I don't understand why you would want to do that, but whatever. And we we don't get paid to do it. They get paid to do it, and they did the dumb stuff. So, <laughs> whatever. right. So whatever, but yeah, uh, moving along, man. I like that. Uh, I like that uh, sports sports uh, topic, and that was some interesting analysis by you, especially with the wide receiver side and the betting against Tom Brady. I know you hate Tom Brady, boys. So. I think you know I do, bro. Oh, so you even saying that him win? I know that hurts you a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, just just a little bit on the inside parts. But like I said, I'm still silently, you know, what I'm saying rooting for Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what's up. But uh, we, that's so, y'all listeners. That's the sports uh, part of it for today. If you got any uh, sports topics or anything you like to talk about, any predictions, you can drop them below. Uh, uh, you know, I'm always right now. I'm just playing. <laughs> you can. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty well, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna miss a couple of them. But uh, make your predictions. You know, send us send us what you think. If you got any. Uh, agreements or disagreements grievances whatever put them in the comments below we try to get back to you uh but again that's the sports section moving on the entertainment man it's been a few interesting things that's going on in entertainment but you posted a great 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 topic on this talking about underrated artists and you said specifically ace hood man what's you gotta you gotta explain you gotta expand on that one all right so I'm working on first class podcast earlier in the week, listening to my music, Ace Hood track come on. I'm like, I'm on YouTube. So, you know me, I just kind of let it cycle through, especially if I'm like working or working out or whatever, I'm not going back and requesting each and every song. So an Ace Hood song come up and I'm like, man, I never heard this. So I stop what I'm doing, kind of pay attention to the video and the song and it's called uh, Popovich. And then, I get to looking it up. I'm like, man, I haven't listened to Ace Hood in a little in a little while. You know what I mean? Since one of its mixtapes, and which was maybe five six years ago. I don't know. Um, but uh, 
But I'm like, man, I, and the song is hot. And I'm like, man, Ace Hood is so underrated. Because then after that, I just kind of went on a little Ace Hood, you know, little street. So, I, you know, listening to a couple songs, picked a little playlist for him and stuff like that, and just was vibing. And I'm like, bro, he I just felt like he's just uh, one of those underrated rappers that kind of, like, if you're not already a fan, is he's not going to have any new fans. You know what I'm saying? I just think, and that goes with him being underrated because it's like the only way to become a new fan is to listen to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, you got to be around somebody that's listening to him. You feel me? So it's like, I don't think a, a kid at home one day is just going to be like, who's this Ace Hood guy? Let me see what he's talking about. Oh, this bank over here, but Ace Hood? Like, I don't see that happening. Um, so I don't know. I just think he's underrated, man. And I think it's a lot of, a lot of, Underrated rappers in the game. I think BLB is an underrated rapper. Yeah. I don't like his commercial content, but as far as just the actual rapper and being able to whatever, you know what I'm saying? His management might be terrible, but you know, I think he underrated. I think Lupe. Man, listen, Lupe <laughs> might be the most underappreciated. Like <laughs> that dude is man. great, man. He is great. Yeah, Lupe is definitely uh, underrated in my opinion. I mean, you you hear people in hip hop circles talk about uh, Lupe. Uh, like I did a podcast. Uh, I did a podcast, the Link podcast. Actually, the last one I did um, a few months back. I did it with the Fatherhood Village, and we got to talking about that a little bit. And uh, one of the guys mentioned uh, Lupe, and I was like, "Oh yeah, man, Lupe, man." Like people don't normally mention Lupe, right? So yeah, so uh, so that's uh. Yeah, it's definitely an underrated artist there. Ace Hood is definitely underrated, especially uh, in terms of like his style. I don't, um, it's, a, it's a lot of artists, or I'm not gonna say a lot of artists, but it is a handful of artists with a similar kind of style in terms of like that. I don't even know how you would even describe it, like kind of trap, I guess. Mm-hmm. People with that same kind of style, but I think he does it better even lyrically than them. Like the his, some of his content is more deep than just I'm about to go yeah. out here. And, and that's and, the and thing. Listen. Like a lot of his content is real deep. Like, like I said, the song that I listened to was called Popovich. And this is sports entertainment and the extra shit. Popovich is one of the greatest uh NBA coaches of all time. So it's about motivation. You know what I'm saying? Like motivate to do better, whatever it is you're trying to do. And he has a lot of a lot of songs, especially uh, latter in his career. Most of his songs and albums is you know about pushing, about being underrated, undefeated. You know what I mean? Pushing and striving through turmoil and all of that. So like, but like you said, his style is similar to like, you know, maybe a trap type of style. Yeah, like I would compare him more so like when I hear him. And like I said, not his actual flow because he can he changed it up a little bit more than Jeezy does. But that same kind of the same kind of subset of rap to me. You know what I mean? Like when I think yeah. about Jeezy, I think about when I'm thinking about who I want to listen to in that kind of genre. Normally, I'm gravitating towards an Ace Hood or a Jeezy. Yeah. Now I pulled up uh, like I just underrated rappers and see <laughs> and just seeing what <laughs> what popped up. Uh, this is the top 25 most underrated rappers of 2019 ranked. All right, give, us the, give us the top or the 10 of them. 
look, the top two, I'm going to skip because I don't even know who they are. So, what if they, they speak like that, <laughs> NF is number one. NF? NF. That's uh, it. Okay. Right. Uh, number two is Felony. Yeah, I don't know. F E L O N I. They definitely underrated because we don't know who they are. So. I have no idea. Somebody, somebody do. <laughs> right. Uh, number three is Joyner Lucas. Number four is Big Sean. Number five is Royce to five nine. I would say Royce to five nine is probably underrated. I think Joyner is properly rated. Yeah, I mean, I like, I mess with Joyner, man. I think he, I think he's. He going got, in the right direction. He got the he got clout. I mean that wheel song was banging. <laughs> yeah, it was banging. That was hot. That was banging. Yeah. I even yeah, like the one he got. Uh, the one he got with Ashanti for real. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was banging too. Uh, I think I listened to that when I was over there with you kicking it. Probably. Yeah. If we was like, if we was letting YouTube roll and probably. Yeah. Uh, they got I, Tech I, Nine at six. Pro, pro, I think he properly rated though. Tech Nine yeah. at six. Uh yeah, Tech Nine at six. Hobson at seven, Lil Dirk at eight, and this is just stupid. Somebody had to put this in just to put this in, bro. They got Kobe Bryant at number nine. All right, we gotta cut this list. <laughs> and then you got you got MF Doom at number ten. MF Doom was underrated, but I think that was mainly just because of what the the route he took for to make his music. Actually. uh one of our boys hit me to MF Doom a long time ago. I'm not hit. Long time ago. You should listen to him. I think you would enjoy it. But it's more so you would enjoy it like if you're sitting at home by yourself. Like I know you. Like if you sitting around and people partying, you ain't gonna want to listen to MF Doom. <laughs> right, probably. Yeah, but you know. But yeah, I'm gonna hey. ch- I'm gonna check him out, man. Cause yeah, you you're not out. the first person to uh to uh say that to me. Go ahead and you know, give him a give him a listen and check him out. Yeah. But man, yeah, I think Joiner is properly rated. Big Sean is properly rated. I don't think he like a world beater or nothing. Actually, Big Sean is one of those rappers where he'll have a song where that's that's good or, or whatever. He might even have a great song, but after a while, I get tired of listening to his voice. Who, Big Sean? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, one of those type of rappers to me. Like, I'm not going to just blow, oh, I got to hear that Big Sean track. Yeah, but... He got a lot of bangers, so I can't I can't say he whack. He not definitely not whack. Yeah, he definitely not whack. Yeah, definitely, definitely not a whack artist. Man, prayers for Dr. Dre, man. Yeah, yeah, we do gotta uh and speaking on the entertainment side, we do gotta say prayers for Dr. Dre. Um, man, he dealing with the they had the brain aneurysm. Said he was recovering. And speaking of which, I read an article a little earlier that said he just agreed to pay his uh ex wife two million dollars. $2 million. Spousal, for spousal support. $2 million. $2 million spousal support. Like, <laughs> Hey, what'd he say on uh, Rush Hour? What did you got Chelsea playing? Bruh, $2 million. <laughs> That's crazy. For what, though? Like, so he just came out of his, you know, surgery or whatever happened and was like, you know what, I'm just going, <laughs> she killing me, Smalls. Like, I'm going to just pay her money and get it out of my pocket. Like, man, I just had a brain aneurysm. Life ain't that, you know, life short. Let me just go ahead and get her up through. Right, get her up through, get on one. Probably, that's probably exactly what it was. Like, look, life's life too short, man. I, I ain't about to stress about this. I'm going to just pay you, get you out of my way. 
and continue living life. Yeah, it's still prayers out for him, especially now that you didn't tell me that that he had to get somebody two million dollars for spousal support. I think it's yeah. I understand that people maintain or have to maintain the lifestyle in terms of the spousal support thing. Like uh uh you know, I guess that's a thing in the courts, of course. Me recently going through a divorce, I know, but I'm not I didn't have to do any of that. Like first off, you're gonna be hard pressed to get two million dollars out of me. But anyway, you're gonna be hard pressed somebody, to get two dollars out of me. I'm like, I've been knowing you since high school, man. You telling me you got two million dollars? Like you gotta pay two me like you gotta they'll be like, Man, you gotta pay twenty dollars in spousal support. I'm gonna be like, Hey E, bro, let me hold a twenty. <laughs> like, man, no one. I'm nah. like, for what? But like spousal support. But I'm like, man, I got five for you. Right, right. But anyway, <laughs> jokes aside, all jokes aside, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? They, they say you got to, you know, you maintain a certain lifestyle or the ex-wife or whoever is not the breadwinner was accustomed to a lifestyle that the breadwinner provided. So that's where the numbers come in at. But let me just tell you this, people. This is, I, I think if you earn, if you earn a certain amount of money, you worked hard for the money or whatever. You know what I mean? If you agree to pay the two million or whatever it is, whatever your figure is, that's cool. But you can you can modify your lifestyle. My your, your lifestyle could be modified or with a right. or with a reasonable, a reasonable number or whatever. But Dr. Dre got it though. So I don't know. That's why you gotta start off with nuggets. Man, listen. Chicken nuggets and McDouble's. Get accustomed right. to that. So everything above that is like, oh my God, you're surprised. You don't get accustomed to that new life because you're used to soda and nuggets. Right. <laughs> Not <just playing>. Soda, <laughs> nuggets, bro. Nuggets. And don't you dare reach for the McRib. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, back in the day, that used to hit. <laughs> Hey, them little ribs did used to hit, but whatever, man. I'm not even. I'm not eating one now, though. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not either. I ain't gonna lie. Some days I'll be curious, but I'm, you know, I'm on this diet now, but I'm like, man, I bet you it ain't hitting like it used to be. I just want to hit it just one time. I mean, it's just hitting like it used to be, man. You're gonna make me feel like I'm 12 again. So it seems like we already made a small transition into extra shit. Extra shit. Talking about this, uh, joking, talking about the McDoubles and stuff like that. But the main thing we wanted to get into on the extra shit side is the uh, is the the terrorist acts happening in D.C. where Trump supporters went in and took over the Capitol building. You got any thoughts about that, man? Yeah, got a lot of thoughts about it. Um, one, I'm, I'm outraged for, I'm not, I'm not, I'm outraged because the police let them just walk in. You know what I mean? Uh, a couple months ago we had a, it was a, a Black Lives Matter protest, same location. And you would have thought they had the stormtroopers out there, you know, tear gas ready, rubber bullets everything, you know, ready for a riot. But then you, um, you're in this situation, it's security is not beefed up in the same manner. You basically let them walk in. And it's like America really tr- showed their true colors. And all of these things that we think that we're, all these things that we're fighting for and the things that we're trying to accomplish, it's like, it's really not going nowhere. So like, I'm upset at that point because it actually gets frustrating as a black man. Like, listen, like 
we we are fighting for justice because it's innocent black lives getting killed for nothing, for less, you know. And then I see a riot on TV where these people are are they're coming for violence. They're coming straight for violence. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You got white folks climbing up the wall to get into the gates. They running, picking up podiums, taking pictures on Facebook. Uh, I seen something where it was even some lawmakers that was a part of that group got a picture of itself entering the Capitol. Like, they went in there and tore, and tore stuff up. They're acting a plum fool. And not saying I want, I want lives to be lost, but at the same time, and that's that's violence, but a black man selling cigarettes outside of a corner store gets choked out. America doesn't bat an eye. These mugs hit the Capitol. They hit the White House. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? <laughs> they hit that. We hit siege, bro. If we drove past too close, we getting popped. Off drift. Period. Period. Like, they touched the lawn. Like, what? Touched the lawn. <laughs> they went in this man couch and put their feet up while people was doing while they was doing the vote, bro. <laughs> like, like what? Like you had you had officials that tried to barricade themselves in rooms and trying to escape. Like uh as far as I'm as far as I heard, it was one woman who got shot and killed. Like she died. Like, and yeah, she I wasn't think one of the a few more people inside who were were actual like protesters died. I think it was like four of them. But okay. the fact, but the fact remains though, the fact remains is it happened exactly. It, it would have happened exactly how you said. Like we would have pulled up and got popped. We would have still right. been in the car and got popped. Right. Like who told y'all to be here? Bing, bing. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like what? Yeah. You see that, like on Call of Duty, you see that sniper shimmer, and then by the time you see that shimmer, it's lights out. Like what was that pile? It's over. I mean, like I don't know, man. I'm just I'm I'm outraged about that that point, man. Like as far as everything else, man. My I ain't gonna lie. My first my immediate reaction when I heard about it, because I was at work. My immediate reaction, I chuckled. When they said they stormed the White House, I. I chuckled like immediately, like <laughs> these these the people that say blue lives matter and oh black folks getting out of hand, they trying to riot and mess stuff up. Once again, history proves it's not us, bro. <laughs> it's not us, bro. Like, come on now, like but, but the crazy thing is, is that they frame it that way though. Like if we was doing like we protest or whatever or do something like that, is oh they rioting and looting. Oh my God, they're tearing stuff up down here. It's terrorist acts happen down here. Like so, police, come help us. When they did it, it's people fighting for their rights. Like what? What? Right? Like come on, man. Y'all not about to just sweep this under the rug, man. Not I, I watched a live video, bro. I watched a live video of uh, when they put the tear gas in there or whatever, and they, they literally had a lady who was in there occupying. Who was one of the terrorists walking her out with not in handcuffs though, like they had her by her hand, like holding her hand, and was like walking her out of there. I'm like, man, listen, bro. And I'd have painted myself. I'd have painted myself white and went in there. 
Like, are you? I'm not even. I'll, I'll be like, man, no, I'm y'all look good on jokes. y'all, bro. That's, that's jokes. But, but real talk, though, man, I gotta, I gotta I'll piggyback off of that. Just, just off the strength, man. Like, for real, for real. The thing that made me the most mad, the thing that pissed me off the most, is, is that they would have had security already there, ready. Capitol Police was missing. They had to borrow police from neighboring cities and neighboring, you know, neighboring cities and counties and stuff, bro. Like you didn't even have the Capitol police there for any type of protest action. Y'all knew black people wasn't going to be there, bro. It was one black person there and I seen it on the post, but I think he was there trying to find his STEMI for real. <laughs> <laughs> My man had on a bubble coat, a backwards hat. Like he, was, he didn't look like he was violent at all. Like he was like, Hey, yo, I got bills to pay, G. Like, what's going on with the stemming and everything? Everybody started running. They're like, what? And I'm pretty sure everybody who was there, you know what I'm saying? Some people was probably just following the vote or they lived there. So probably not everybody was doing it. But that's but but that's besides the point, bro. Like, where was the yeah. tear gas, the tanks rolling in for people who did this terrorist? This is this was terrorism, literally domestic terrorism. At his, yeah. at his purest form. You know what I'm saying? We, we can't peacefully protest. Y'all trying to pass this off as peacefully protesting. Like, are you kidding me, man? Like, yeah, like, I mean, get out of here. Man, it's, it's domestic terrorism in the simplest form, man. It's just, I don't know. It's crazy, man. And the thing was, like you said, you said the, the police wasn't nowhere to be found. Why? Because it was set up. It was set up by Orange Head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I, I just think like and and I made a I shared the post that I, the first post that I seen I shared it on the first class media fan page and you know I just captioned it like you know we knew this was going to happen we we all knew this was going to happen as soon as soon as we knew what the results was that this man lost you knew that if this man would have lost the election at some point in time all hell was going to break loose. And then one of the uh, conferences that he had after he found out he'd lost, he even said, proud boys, wait your, basically wait your turn. Like our time is going to come. Like, And the proud boys, that's a part of the affiliation. So I've been, uh, so I read earlier in the start of it um, is one of those groups, you know what I'm saying? Like that helped carry out the whole thing. So it's just the fact of like, we knew it was going to happen. They should have known it was going known it was going to happen. I'm really I'm not I'm not surprised. It's just the fact like it's just another smack in the face to to black people in the black culture to me. Like like y'all just blatantly gonna sweep this under the rug and make it literally sound like it's something else than what it actually is. But the whole world can see. The whole world can see this. Like you making America look like a damn joke. Man, I, and they, man, it, it's just beyond me. Like, I wasn't surprised either. I was like, ah, oh. <laughs> like, like, okay. You know, right. what I'm just like we know that, you know, the police unions are helping police officers get acquitted for murdering black people. So, I mean, that's not a shock either. They just did it again uh, with the Jacob Blake. So it's like, you know, we, 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 we used to it now, but it's, we shouldn't be used to it. And we should keep fighting. We should keep on fighting until we get that equal protection under the, the law or a new law uh, where, you know, we can get those protections. So I'm not saying that we should get used to it or whatever, but the sad part about it is, is we see it now and it's just like, really, dude, like, again, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so we got to get to a point where we see somebody get murdered, you know, regardless of, you know, where they are or, you know what I'm saying? If they, if they're with their family members and they got their hands up, you know what I'm saying? We shouldn't be seeing these body cam videos of people dying and then these police officers getting off for cold blood murder. Cold blood murderers should be where cold blood murderers belong. You know what I mean? And so regardless of whether you got that badge or not, equal protection under the law means for everybody. It don't mean just because you got a badge, you get to go home and be a murderer again. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, we got to get to that point, man, for real, for real. And the people who stormed that building, I just feel like it's just y'all the worst of the worst in terms of the hypocrite, hypocrite uh, being hypocritical, I should say. Because you're right, man. Like, these are the same people who are saying blue lives matter, but then we catching you on camera and y'all tussling with the same quote-unquote blue lives that y'all say blue lives matter. So they only matter when they murdering us. You know what I mean? Right. And and first off, blue ain't no life. Whatever. It's a job title. Not unless you're talking about the Smurfs. <laughs> yeah, right. Unless you're talking about the Smurfs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, or somebody off a of shark tail or something, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not no life, it's a job occupation and people should be decent human beings regardless of their job occupation. So, uh, but whatever, y'all still tussling with the people that y'all call blue lives, people who was trying to protect, trying to quote unquote protect and serve at, the, at that time, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they was only there to protect and serve y'all apparently, because y'all still got walking, y'all still got walked out of there when we would have got blew. They would have blew us up. So yeah, they come in with the body bags if it was us. Yeah, it would have been tanks rolling down there and everything. So we definitely disappointed, not surprised, disappointed. And uh, man, y'all hypocrites, y'all got to get out of here with that, man. That's all I'm gonna say about y'all. Uh, any closing remarks, my brother? Uh. Well, you know, to know me is to love me. You know, it's your man, E. Carter, host of First Class Podcast, man. Uh, right now, we are on vacation, but we'll be picking up later on this month for season three. So be on the lookout, uh, you know, during uh, the closing remarks of the C Podcast. Uh, you know, I'll keep you updated on when our next show is coming and things like that, so you can be on the lookout for it. And that is First Class, first class Podcast. That's me, Funny Guy James, at ADR Eternal. All right, oh, cool. real quick, cool. and yep. also introducing our new engineer, Siege. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that, bro. And um, yeah, I do engineer um, podcasts, quite a few, a few of them or whatever, and um, you know, if you have, if you got needs in the podcast uh, department or audio department, you can always hit me up um, at the link ENT LLC on all platforms, the link entertainment uh, LLC on Facebook. Um, so, you know, I can help you out there. Um, also, if you um, stay tuned into the link entertainment LLC, we have many things coming up. Seems a little slow sometimes on the podcast side, but like I said, we do the podcast engineering, audio engineering. We consult people on helping them improve podcasts, whether it's sound quality, that kind of thing. We can take pictures. We can get you some light setups, you know, just a whole consultant practice in terms of uh, visual and uh, audio entertainment in this form. Um, but other than that, this is uh, the C Podcast, S-E-E, Sports Entertainment and Extra, Extra Shit. And we plan on doing this every week. Again, if you have anything to say about anything we said, 
post it in the comments below. Uh, I'll have email tags and everything in the description so you can uh, correspond with us. You'll see a little bit of promotion, like uh, E said, on the First Class Podcast. You'll see some on the link, entllc.com. Man, peace be with y'all. Yes, sir.